The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Thanks for tuning in to Brothers on Law on Go Country 105. I'm Larry Mandel. And I'm Rob Mandel. And we've been trial attorneys here in Los Angeles for over 40 years. On our show, we will discuss current events, talk about legal issues, and have some very entertaining guests stop by. So stay tuned every week for Brothers on Law right here on Go Country 105. All right, here we are, Brothers on Law. I'm Rob Mandel. And I'm Larry Mandel. And we want to give a big shout-out to the mortgage mom, Debbie. So good to to follow you every week. Yeah, good job, Debbie. And, uh, Larry, you know, I was thinking about... Um, you were thinking? This, I, I try to do that at least once a week. There you go. And since it's Saturday, I, I figured I might as well go ahead and think. All right. Uh, Hit me with and, it. Yeah, and I was just re- remembering... Uh, what some of the media or some of the things that have inspired me, you know, to become a lawyer or, and, and to keep practicing law, sure. some of this great uh, uh, storytelling that we have about legal uh, issues and crime stories and, you know, things like that. Can you think of like a movie or a show that's really inspired you in oh, that way? Oh man, there's so many and it's fascinating to see how it, the storyline develops. To Kill a Mockingbird is one. That's a know, great one. Classic. We talked about that on an earlier show, some of our yeah. favorite legal movies and stuff like that. How and, about you, Rob? Well, you know, To Kill a Mockingbird, Inherit the Wind. Yeah. You know, Spencer Tracy is just yeah. an insane, uh, you know, performance. And um, But, you know, we're, we, we are so excited uh, to have on our show right now a gentleman by the name of Van King. Welcome to the show, Van. Thanks, guys. Hello, it's Van. really you great know, to be in you, here. You may not recognize his name, but we guarantee you'll know the shows that he's produced and work on. So let me just read a list of some of the shows. Why don't you read one. that list? I will. Okay. Killer Bods. Okay. That's Stranger Among Us. Extreme Measures. Killing Time. Killing Closer. Guilty, The Conviction of O.J. Simpson, Deadly Sins, and America's Most Wanted for 11 Years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. It's great being here. So what what do you think it is about American, maybe it's, you know, other societies as well, but I think we are particularly fascinated by legal the legal system and crime stories yeah. and you know detective stories all that kind Dateline, of thing Dateline 2020 all that America's stuff. Most Wanted of course what do you great think the show. fascination is there that's a great question it's really grown in popularity over recent years yeah. um, primarily among women women huh. love this television genre it's I wonder called. why um, well as as I've been told by the researchers and focus groups at Investigation Discovery, uh, which is the network that most of these shows I'm currently doing um, airs on, is that women love story. Women love uh, mystery yeah. and intrigue. And the way these crime stories, these true crime stories are told, um, unfolds in a way, uh, unravels in a way that really intrigues women hmm. kind of that. like uh, reading one of those what what my mom used to call a cozy a cozy mystery 
Yes. You know what yes. I'm talking about? Right. Like an Agatha, Agatha Christie uh, uh, novel or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. So, Van, is there some kind of formula for that? That the I noticed that the shows like Dateline and those type of shows kind of have a formula as it uh, develops into the you know the introduction and then getting the bad guy, so to speak. We like to choose stories that have uh, what we call red herrings and misdirects, meaning that there are other possible suspects in the investigation so that we can lead viewers down uh, a winding road rather like than a, a direct bit, path. Yeah, like yeah. a little little labyrinth in exactly, a way. Exactly. It makes exactly. it more interesting. It's like sus- more suspense that Yeah, and way. you're guessing, okay, was he the one or she the one? That's what people yeah. love is they get to sit at home and try to solve the mystery themselves. They're, they're called armchair detectives. Yeah, it's, a, what, it's what so is, engaging. Yeah, but what is it about us as people that makes us like that do you know I, I just think we're born with curiosity and okay. I think it's really intriguing for people to understand that dark aspect of humanity yeah that people who will go to the extreme of murder or harming another individual um, what motivates that what what could possibly drive someone to take a gun or a knife you know and do what they do yeah um, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, and, I, and maybe it makes us feel more safe if we kind of sort of understand it a little. Well, bit. it gives you some closure too. Yeah. True. I mean, a lot of people joke with us that uh, men joke with us that they're worried their wives are watching these shows because they're getting they're taking notes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, gee. I got You know what? And they are. And my wife loves these shows, so I'm going to watch and see if she has a notepad <laughs> right. while she's watching it. Yeah. yeah. Right. South Park. South Park did a very funny farce on this genre, and they called it murder porn. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. And so. Yeah, America's Most Wanted. It's no longer on the air, but right. that was a, a, one of my favorite shows. Um, and you produced it for eleven years. I was one of the producers, okay. right? Um, it was such. Uh, it was a highlight of my career to be part of that organization and to help bring some kind of justice to people that you know were without it. Um, they were desperate to catch the fugitive that was out there that had harmed their loved yeah. one. And this was an opportunity to help those people. And yeah. were they successful? I, I don't remember, you know, all the shows, but were they generally successful in very, finding these? Yeah, very. Yeah. Actually, that's something that I never understood why Fox, the network that, that covered it, that carried it rather, didn't more heavily promote was the fact that America's Most Wanted, I think it was the direct, I want to say the number is close to 1,200 Fugitives were caught over the course of the, no the history of the show, which averaged out to be about one per episode. Which that's the odds that's are pretty good. Amazing, yeah, that's because, incredible odds. You know, because now you're getting leads from all over the country because you're putting it out there. Right. It makes so it makes sense, right, Rob? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and we're talking about cases that police were kind of at their wits Baffled. end. They, were, you know, they just yeah. didn't know where to turn, and they would turn to us last. We were the last resort. And, and why do you think you were successful? In, in that regard, because the face would be published, you know, on the airwaves kind of thing, or you know, it was all about the the fans, the viewers. Yeah, I mean, they were they were vigilant about watching the show, and they wanted to help these people that were so desperate to get help. Yeah, yeah. and somebody could be in a rural area hiding out, and they see it on the show. You know, an audience sees it on the show. Yeah, and says, you know what, this that's, guy kind of looks Joe like down him. the street. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we, he's, 
you he's such a, a gas station he's such down. a nice guy now yeah. what the heck happened yeah. we had instances where you know a girlfriend would call in and say yeah uh the jewelry you described and the scars you described and the tattoos you described that's my current boyfriend oh, wow. and he's uh in the next bedroom right now you know wow. we got calls like that on the regular and um you know, they would go and arrest the person. That's yeah. intense. Yeah. You or know. someone sitting in a bar saying, he's sitting at the other opposite end of the bar from me right now. Oh, yeah. that's scary. That would be chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you, you'd want, you, you'd be excited because you're you're doing something really cool. Right. You're on that phone. But you're, you're in danger. Doing, but yeah, you'd be yeah. Sc- I would be scared out of my wits. But, yeah, so, but like those said, are heroes. Those are our regular heroes. They really are. You know? They really are very and, brave people. And the host was my hero too yeah John, John Walsh yeah right he lost his child and that's that kind of motivated horrible. him right very yeah. horrible yeah mm. we're Larry and Rob Mandel the brothers on law here on Go Country 105 do you have a legal issue you need help with we want to hear from you find us on Instagram and send us a message then tune in on Saturdays at 8am right here on Go Country 105 Hey, if you missed any part of this show or you just want to hear it again, go to brothersonlaw.com for all of our previous shows and all things Brothers on Law. So have you personally always been drawn to that kind of genre yourself, crime stories and, and, and dramas like that? I have. I've always enjoyed working on them. I think because they're true stories. Yeah. And I'm fascinated by the human condition. Um, yeah. What drives people to do these things and... Uh, I did a show in Chicago before coming to L.A. called American Justice with Bill Curtis, and okay. that would explore the legal system that we looked at the trial system of a murder case right. uh, backwards and forwards. And um, I really got a good understanding of the legal aspects of what goes into and, a, a and murder trial. And what did you find out about that, that it was a slow, uh, drawn-out process oh, very. and justice was not always served? Not always served, unfortunately, yeah. yeah. And there's well, so many technicalities in yeah. court that can mess up a murder case. And, you know, a prosecutor can follow to the letter what they're supposed to do. But if something... Some technicality. Some technicality can yeah. mess it up. Yeah. But, uh, and, you know, of course, Larry and I are in the civil end of things. Sure, but We sure. do trials, mm-hmm. and we see how trials can go, and, and you can see how uh, there are certain things that influence a jury that are not necessarily facts. They don't always judge facts. They're basically judging people, witnesses, the parties. So, you know, if the guy, and, of course, a defendant in a, in a murder case or a crime does not have to testify— so they can just sit there, but they're still being judged by the jury. Absolutely. Yeah. Kind of a crazy thing. So, but so, what about fiction for you? Do you, you know, Larry and I were talking about, you know, To Kill a Mockingbird and, and some of these other amazing trial stories that really inspired us. How about anything like that for you? Well, as a kid, I was drawn to the novel In Cold Blood. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Truman Capote. Yeah. Truman yeah. Capote's first novel. And that is credited with kind of inventing the true crime genre. That's true. Uh, It's often credited. And then there was a movie with Robert Blake, right? Right. Yeah, he played the bad guy. (laughs) How ironic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How that developed. So what has been your favorite show? We talked about America's Most Wanted. What has been your favorite show that you've worked on? Well, that's hard to say. I, I really have enjoyed working on these investigation discovery shows. Um, of late, we've had some amazing cases. The shows that are currently airing, uh, Killer Bods is airing this month. 
What is Killer Bods all about? Killer Bods is about um, murders that occur. It's it's about killers or victims who are incredibly physically fit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, um, who is the, the very charming, uh, terrible mass uh, serial killer? Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Bundy. Yeah. 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 Like, he, I, mean, I don't show? know if he was fit, but he was very handsome. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Very Is he guy. featured on the show? I mean, nope. you know, nope. he's we, now gone, we, obviously. We, we did kind of a, yeah. renowned, a renowned case, though, out of uh, Florida, where it was a um, a trainer working in a very high-end gym chain, which I, I'll not say the name of the gym chain. Makes sense. But um, we have them here in, in Los Angeles and in other major cities. Uh, he... Uh, had been acting up at work and got out of line and they decided they had to fire him and he went to his car and got a gun and came in and went on a shooting spree. He so went what wow. we call post For losing a job at a gym. Yeah, right, right. What Have you learned anything about human nature through all these shows that you've done? Yeah. That, that, that you, you know, that the science behind what triggers someone like that to do what they do? You know, it's different in every case. Um, yeah, and that kind of segues also to, you know, we have these killings, the students, you know, they're going into the schools, oh, the same, awful, kind of, same kind of mentality. So what have what have you, as Rob asked, what yeah. have you learned? I mean, these murders are driven by the seven deadly sins. <laughs> yeah. Lust, greed, um, anger, um, all of them uh, factor in you know, many times... Uh, murders are driven by, you know, greed over a life insurance policy. Uh, maybe there's a mistress or an affair going on where uh, a person wants to get the spouse out of the way. Um, but everybody, everybody has, I think we all have greed I, know, to some degree, but not everyone's going to act on a greed uh, impulse and go kill someone over it. So what, what, do you is there some any kind of common denominator that you have seen uh, in terms of the the criminal mind? Well, I have to believe that all of these individuals have some degree of mental illness happening. I see. You know, some is overt. The people that march into a school or a business, right. or post office, and kill colleagues and completely innocent people. Right. Um, that just didn't happen overnight. No. Yeah. No, and that's that's driven by. Uh, I think voices in the head. I don't know. I can't imagine what that's like. But kind of like I, radio. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just think anybody else who takes a weapon and you know intends to kill someone else is just there's something wires are not fully connected yeah. up there. Upstairs. That's what it is. I think you're, you're yeah. hitting the nail on the head. It's just miswired. Right. Yeah, miswired. Unfortunately, mm. I had yeah. a client come in the other day who said he was hearing voices. And mm. I um, and did you, know, you lock your door at that point? No, I told him, you know, have you sought medical attention? Yeah. And maybe that's the best thing for you right, right now. And then he went to his car. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't come back. Here. Oh, yeah. Here's some medical attention for yeah. you. Mm. Yeah. Have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence? When you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right, won't give up the fight and obtain justice, call 818-886-6600. Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation, 818-886-6600. 
Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. So tell us about your other. So is Killer Bods? Where do? How do I see Killer Bods? All right, the network is called Investigation Discovery, okay. and it's one of the Discovery channels. If you get Discovery Channel, you most likely get Investigation Discovery as well. Uh, it is a twenty-four hour a day, seven day a week true crime channel. Wow, um, that carries shows like this um, all the time. And is this once and, a week? It's Your show? yeah. This show, Killer Bods, airs um, Wednesdays at eight p.m. And another show that I did uh, this past year that I didn't personally do, but a bunch of us did together, uh, is called Stranger Among Us. And that one starts airing the last Monday of January at ten p.m. and will be every Monday at ten p.m. thereafter. Okay. And Give what's us a byline. Yeah. All right. So Stranger Among Us is, the, the premise of that show is that uh, any sort of community of people, let's say it's a, uh, a baseball team or a high school or a junior league or some kind of women's sewing club, I don't know, uh, a newcomer comes into the group uh, in some fashion, like a new pl- player comes onto the basketball team, let's say, and that player either is a killer or is a murder victim or somehow contributes to a murder happening is it's the catalyst for a murder to happen within that group the stranger among the us. stranger wow. among us yeah and, wow, and an is there premise. and does that seem to pan out statistically in your shows then that what you no. just described no not at all i mean that's that's one type of subset you know okay of of murders yeah and this is a true Crime story? Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, that's what I meant. Does it seem to statistically bear out what you're, what you just said that they're either going to be a, a victim, a murderer, or somehow can be the catalyst? Ah. Some, yeah. Well, we carefully select stories that fit into that profile. Yeah. So we're we're looking for a tight knit group. Oh, I and see. And then you know that group had a, a, a newcomer. <laughs> come into the group and then shortly thereafter a, a murder occurred. Man, wow. without divulging your sources, how do you get, you know, these stories like what, what you're just talking about? Well, you know, it's there's a lot of research, a lot of uh, digging that goes on in finding these stories. We talk to law enforcement, we search the web backwards and forwards. Um, yeah, I mean, it, but what it really comes down to is the the brave family members and friends that are willing to tell uh, the story of their, you know, the victim. Wow! And the stranger um, among us. A lot of people cool. don't. A lot of people don't want to reopen that wound, you know. Yeah, I but bet. the people that are willing to are really uh, are very generous and and uh, forthcoming with mm. with the story. And it's for them. It's it's uh, transformative. It's sort of a cathartic experience to help them sort of process. I see. So what's the most difficult? Um, uh, in producing a crime drama story or show, I think it's it's getting those interviews, getting those getting the people, people to open that, up yeah. and talk about that terrible experience. Because for them, you know, for us, it's kind of like a, this almost exciting, suspenseful, almost titillating kind of thing. For them, it's a terrible, horrible yeah, they nightmare. It. We hear it firsthand from the people who experienced it firsthand. Yeah. And there's something very, very compelling about that when you're able to hear that true emotion coming from them, you know, the spouse or the daughter or the whatever parent of the loved one. But Why the show can be like a, a healing experience for them is what you're saying. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely can be. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and of course, brothersonlaw.com. Hey, if you missed any part of this show or you just want to hear it again, go to brothersonlaw.com for all of our previous shows and all things Brothers on Law. So, Van, what's next for you? Uh, that is yet to be yet to be found out. I see. <laughs> it's in the works. But it sounds like you stay pretty us. darn busy. Yeah. Yeah, I have been well, you have a, fortunate, very fortunate. Yeah, you know, very full background in this area, in this genre. It's been yeah. very interesting. You know, sometimes I wonder, you know, when we see all this, these shows and stories about terrible crimes and bad things that people do that we get desensitized to, to some degree. Uh, do you think there's any truth to that? I, I, I don't think that I've ever been desensitized, but I wonder, you know, like kids growing up watching this stuff, more the more potent stuff. Well, they we have, have video on, games, too, where they're terrible killing each other. Terrible video games, you know, March to War or whatever it is, you know. I think absolutely. That's, you think that's there what's is? Going on. I, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we see it every night on the news. Yeah. You, know, you see some horrible, horrible tragedy. Right. Well, we've got the... Um, highway to um you know uh, the internet and it's so easy to hear about these things to google these things yeah. and they're yeah. coming at you coming at you on everybody's phone yeah it's right in front of you all the yeah. time so i think it's important that the shows that you kind of do bring back that human element to a large degree right and make people kind of face how terrible these things really are yeah, exactly. i want them to double you know think again mm -hmm. think you know, again think that's, yeah, you want to dismiss off this stuff too much so um yeah i you know i i i think it's important that we do keep telling stories you know yeah. true stories and fictionalized versions thereof you know i, I think it's important yeah it's yeah. it's just amazing what people will do and how if i can say this how creative they can get <laughs> in committing these murders we've had murder weapons from boat anchors to stampeding cattle um using stampeding cattle to yeah. kill someone now that's that's something i've seen that, in old time movies that would not be in the city though I yeah. think. it was not yeah. in the city but i've definitely seen that you know where they they, yeah. they they get the cowboys out there and they go they start shooting and the cattle goes and you know the longhorns stampede the poor is guy is that a billy crystal movie well, no, I mean, I'm talking like movies from the 40s and yeah. 50s oh, yeah. that I've seen that actually, you know, I don't think it's a new idea, I guess. But <laughs> but but in this day and age, it'd be pretty unusual. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. So, wow, Van. Well, I want to thank you. So, we want to thank you oh, so thank much you. for being with us today. Sure. It's interesting to learn about your work. Fascinating. We have some more segments to get into, so we want we want you in to chime in, chime yeah. in, include. Yeah. All okay. Right. So Rob, go ahead. Well, we're, we're going to talk about our fun fact of the day because producer Cam, this is one of her favorite things, and she she makes us do this. So um, we're going to do it. No, and we comply. Now, how about yeah? We comply because if you ever met Cam, you just want to mess with her. Yeah. Don't mess right. with Cam. So, um, did you know that naps? Naps can save your life. Taking a nap. Oh, good. Research yeah. has ah uh, yes. yes. Research has found that a midday nap can make you more creative, more focused, more fresh for the rest of the day. And one study also found that it can reduce your risk of heart attack. Specifically, those who nap regularly were found to be thirty-seven percent less likely to die from a heart attack than other 
or other coronary problem than those who work straight through the day. <laughs> yeah, we put, we put <laughs> Van to sleep already. Hey, you know, hey what's another word for nap? And, uh, 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 midday sleep? I don't know. But siesta, I my friend. Oh, siesta. siesta. Yeah, I want to take me. So, you know, my wife always gets gets down on me. when I, Now, I save my naps for Saturdays and Sundays. But I definitely will take a little nap. Not at work. I I don't know about that, Rob. <laughs> I do have that couch in there, and it's tempting, but I rarely I rarely do that. Uh, but um, and she's always like, "Oh, I'm gonna take another nap." But now I'm gonna take this fact to her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Throw it in her yeah. face, honey. Yeah, I'm you saving my th- life. You said, yeah. "Thank God." Are you a napper? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love a nap. Oh, yeah. yeah. In my, in my early work days, I, I snuck into one of my executives' offices, and um, they weren't they were out of town. And I got under their desk. Nice, <laughs> their very large desk. This is in the Hollywood, right? <laughs> that doesn't sound very comfortable, though, yeah. man. <laughs> no, it was. It was a little cramped, but, but I, I managed to fall asleep. And they had to come in to wake me up because oh, I was that's snoring. Hysterical. That's that's funny. <laughs> So, okay, so Van, we have a little game. It's called True or False sure. on every show. Well, let's and take a nap first. Okay, yeah, okay. And we'll can't. ask whether or not this is, you know, it's a wacky law if it's true or false and see if you can guess. Here it is. In Go West ahead. Virginia, it's illegal to take home roadkill for dinner. Wow. Shouldn't that just be illegal everywhere? Right. Well, it's West Virginia. Maybe it's different. What do you Nick. think, Van? <laughs> it's illegal? Yeah, it's a true or false it's question. True or false. That's good eating. No, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's true or false. So, is it illegal it's, or is it legal to take home? I, I think it's kill? legal there. Yeah. Well, here's the law: wildlife except protected birds, elk, spotted fawn, and bear cubs killed or mortally wounded as a result of being accidentally and inadvertently struck by a motor vehicle may be lawfully possessed if the possessor lawfully possessed. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't a know. Bear cub? Or, okay. Or to, you know. Uh, take home if the possessor of the wildlife pr- provides notice of the claim within 12 hours to a relevant law enforcement agency and obtains a oh. non-hunting game tag within 24 hours of possession so i just i guess you know it's false wait, oh it's false so you 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 oh no the law wait a minute now we we got all messed up here oh i you, see it's not illegal it's right. false that it is illegal. It is legal to take home roadkill okay. in right. West Virginia, yeah. except for some certain birds, elk, a spotted fawn, and bear cubs. Okay, right. You cannot take those home. But everything else, I guess, I'm not it sure what else legal there is. Legal, you comply with their yeah tags and all that stuff. I guess you Got know. It. Can you imagine taking home that squirrel? Or that possum after you run it over with a car. I don't know. Maybe if you're hungry enough. <laughs> I bet there's probably people in West Virginia that have been yeah. through that experience, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm going to have to know. pass on that roadkill idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rob, let's road check our man. chili can be it's pretty... tenderized meat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man's right. got it. Yeah, let's check our Mandel message box, Rob, and we'll see what's going on. Okay. Hi, guys. This is Shauna. I hired a guy off Craigslist to do some handyman work at my house and he got hurt in my yard. Am I responsible? All right. So um, I'm going to take this one and I'm going to say, Larry, you may disagree with me, but Shauna, I think that if he's a handyman, he's not a contractor. He doesn't have a contractor's license and uh, or a subcontractor for somebody. I do believe you you could be responsible depending on whether how he got hurt. If he got hurt, 
because of some kind of defect on your property or something you know that was wrong on your property you definitely uh, or something wrong that you did while he was there uh, you definitely could be responsible what do you think Larry I think you're absolutely right but he may also have and we've had a guest on Ernie Bongiorno workers comp attorney he might also have a workers comp case regardless of how he's injured that's right that's right but then there's the privet doctrine and all kinds of weird stuff Maybe uh, you got to talk to a, a lawyer if the guy, but you know, if the guy um, makes a claim against you, then, you know, probably your homeowner's insurance would take over. Even if you're, they're not going to kick in and pay the guy, they'd, they'd pay for your your defense. That's sage advice, yeah. Rob. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. All right, so it's about time to wrap it up. Larry, say our goodbyes till next Saturday. We want to thank Van King for coming in. Thanks, guys. Hey, our pleasure, Van. It's so much fun having you on here. So, listen, if you've uh, missed any part of this show or you want to hear our previous shows, go to YouTube, brothersonlaw.com, or you can listen to us on iTunes and Podbean. We want to thank you for listening, and if you have a legal question or a show topic, we'd love to hear from you. Message us on Instagram or Facebook at Brothers on Law. If you have a legal matter and you need representation, call us for free consultation at 818 818- 886-6600. That's 818-886-6600. And tell us that you heard us on Go Country 105. We look forward to hearing uh, being here next week on Saturday at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. And remember, Rob, let the scales of justice tip in your favor. The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice.